Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we celebrate the beauty of being a nerd by learning about nerdy things from fellow nerds. I'm your host, Joy Blue. I met today's guest at one of my dogs and my favorite places to go, Home Depot. I walked to the self-checkout area with our four-year-old Pyrenees lab mix, Mac, and was met with a genuine smile, real conversation, and the perfect dose of goodness to fuel me for the rest of my day. Selfishly, I asked this human to come join me on Here We Are so we could keep talking. And to my surprise, she accepted. So without further ado, here's my new friend Leslie to talk with us about love in all its forms. I am Leslie. I would describe myself as, um, this might sound weird, <laughs> but like a piece of glitter. If you're working on a project or if you've been to a party and you take a shower and that one piece of glitter won't go away, it's always sparkling. That's me. I love that. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I love that. I have never heard anyone say that. Really? <laughs> That's amazing. It's just how I see myself. <laughs> Did someone tell that to you or did you figure that out along the way? No, I figured it out along the way. People are always asking me throughout my journey of life, why are you always so happy? Why are you always smiling? Mm. And I'm like, that's just weird to me. But I'm like, yep. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just who I am. What it's am I your normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a gift for sure. All right. Thank what you. do you want to nerd out about today? Love. Oh, okay. <laughs> love and like it just it comes in all different aspects but more specifically like I have always asked people more so older couples mm -hmm. that have been married 30 40 50 60 years what's that one thing that kept you guys together during the rough times so, like you didn't mm. walk away and give up mm. when did you start doing this mm. start asking questions I would say it's been probably at least 10 plus years ago because wow. I failed at it. And huh. I wanted to know, like from other yeah. people, what what made your marriage or your relationship so successful? Not to say success looks like a perfect because yeah. we're all imperfect people. Right. But yeah. What have you learned along the way? What have been some of your aha moments? So about like how you respond to the issues in life with your mm -hmm. significant other. Mm -hmm. You know, you can either yell, scream, curse, treat them like crap, or... You can sit down like two adults mm. and talk about it. It doesn't mean you won't raise your voice. You're upset. You're upset. You're in your feelings. Sure. Feel what sure. you feel, but don't hit below the belt. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Don't use things that a person have shared with you yeah. against them to attack them. Yeah. Fight fair. You know, they're not your enemy. If your significant other has shared with you in conversation throughout time, some of the hurtful things that they yeah. may struggle with. But to throw that back in their faces is yeah. like that can be super painful. That's cruel. And some people have a hard time with forgiving after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing us starting to talk about is the bigger bucket of significant relationships. And inside of that, you've been talking about marital relationships, but I think that applies to like familial relationships as well. Mm -hmm. So when you enter into a potentially hard conversation, like I heard one rule is fight fair. Don't play dirty. Right. Don't throw people's experience back at them for your own benefit. What are your personal rules for how you engage in a conversation like that? If I were to come to you and say, Leslie, we got a problem, what would you do? 
I would hear you out. I would first brace myself. Did I do something to offend you? You know what I mean? I'd yeah. be like, whoa, wait, what's going on? Yeah. You know? Um, and then I think too, I listen more like to a person's tone and their body language. Mm. Like I can tell then, okay, this is pretty serious. <laughs> yeah. And I'm willing to be open. This is the kind of person that I am and everybody is different. I'm a very open kind of person. I'm an understanding yeah. person. Doesn't mean that it what the person is conveying to me doesn't hurt. Right. But I am open to see it from their point of view. Right. And I will try my best to make some changes if need be. Sometimes depending on the person, like you said, with this whole thing with love, it is across board, mm. not just in a marriage or relationship. It's across board with any relationship, friends, mom, yep. sister, brother, whatever. I try to listen and see what it is I may have said or done to offend them. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is a principle I've heard of, like just to put a name to it, is like looking for the thing under the thing. Yeah. Like you might be saying yeah. one thing. But what mm -hmm. I'm hearing you say is by studying the body language and by really listening to their tone and trying to get the whole package, you're actually mm -hmm. listening for the thing under the thing. Yes. That's yes. a skill. You know what? It takes work. It like sure does. I, failed. I have failed so many times. That's what made me very interested in asking questions and wanting to learn more mm. because I want to be the best version of me and I, I want to be able to not tear down other people, not hurt other people. I mean, yep. it happens in life, yep. but I don't want to do things on purpose or it's just I want to be mindful, but not walking through life, walking on eggshells, right. but just being considerate of others, you know? Yeah, but what I'm also hearing you say in that is being able to be direct and being yes. able to have mutual trust yep. between you yep. and the individual you're talking to. Absolutely. I'm like, very if we, clear. If we keep breaking this thing down, there's so much more <laughs> underneath this. Therein. It's not just fighting fair. That's it's right. creating an environment where the person you're with knows I will be heard. And also there will be a time for me to talk. Yes. And there's already mutual respect there. Absolutely. Yes. How Absolutely. do you walk into a hard conversation and not take personal offense to things? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm not sure that I... Ooh, that is a tough one there. Not take personal offense. I think sometimes, well, I just got to be honest. I, sometimes I do take personal offense, but I find a way to deal with it. Mm. Um, I really do try to understand from their point of view. And like I said, I can understand something, but it does not negate the fact that my heart hurts behind it. Yeah. It's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. I am a bit offended behind what they said. I try to talk it out. Well, well, what was it? And why was it? And Yep. But this and that, I try to really break it down and get those little things so I'm clear on why they got offended in the first place. Yeah, You know, I try to, like I said, I try to really listen. One thing that I've learned too in life with this is trying to really hear the person while not thinking about what I want to say next. It's just like, no, oh. really, really hear them out. That's a tough one too. That's but so I hard. Really try to put it into practice because sometimes people can say things, this is like, Cut it out. Really? Are you kidding me right now? Somebody taught me to say, may I say something mm. instead of just interrupting? Yes. Because when you just interrupt, especially when it starts to get a little heated, yep. now they're bringing more offense. And it's just, yep. oh, are we going to yep. get anywhere? So right. trying to be kind to slide in there because sometimes when people are sharing what hurt them to you, they're touching on multiple different things. Oh, Sometimes so to hard. be able to comment on some of those things and to try to wait until they get done, you've forgotten some of the things that they said already. Yes. So it's just, do you mind 
may I share something? Or may I say something? Trying yep. to gently and respectfully, oh, may I cut in here and say something? If they give you the respect to do so, yeah, it has to be respect on both sides to be right. able to cover these bases. Because otherwise, one person is just doing all the talking, right? and the other person is sometimes just shut down. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, that's usually me. I've done a lot of learning this year about how to stay present in hard conversations. I haven't had a lot of experience until this year. And I'm hearing all the things you're saying and my experience matches them perfectly. Yeah. So like in my work life, I'm a show caller. So I sit in the back of the room in big corporate meetings and I call all the cues for audio, video and lighting. And I'm always on headset. And so one of the things we have is a protocol for how to talk on headset Usually, if I want to talk to you, I will say a joy for Leslie and you'll say, go for Leslie. That's how I know that you're ready to hear me out. Okay. Or like when I'm trying to talk to somebody who's in another conversation, I'll say, hey, Leslie, when you have a minute. Mm -hmm. And that's my work version of I understand what you're saying and like giving the other person an opportunity to opt in. Mm -hmm. That's something my wife and I have talked so much about this year is the principle of consent, especially in these big conversations. Are you overwhelmed? Do I have your consent to keep going on this topic? Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I like that. It's listening. It's being present. It's also being aware of the other person. It's like all the things you're talking about. And at the end of the day, like my wife likes to say, a lot of times Mm -hmm. conflict is love because you're close enough to wrestle with the person and to care about, like, I truly want to understand what you're saying. Yeah. And sometimes that yeah. might conflict with who I am and what I understand. But I'm in it here with you. Let's talk yes. about it. Yes. I love what you just said because throughout my journey of life, and I would ask all of these older couples about, you know, how long they've been. Well, they would share how long they have been together. And I'm just like, oh, my God. To me, that translates that you're an overcomer. You overcome so many obstacles throughout your relationship. Right. That to me, I'm like, hooray, bravo, because to me, true love is the tough times when you can Mm. overcome the tough times and you're willing to stick in the, you know, you you hang Mm. in there and everything you just described because it's easy to walk away. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I've done that multiple times. I've walked away because it's like, you know what? I can't. Mm -hmm. But I think, I I don't know about your past, but in my past with relationships, I have tend to stay there longer than what I should have. Because I'm yes. trying my best to hold on. You have to know when the right time to hold on. Right. And you have to know when to walk away. Right. And unfortunately, I've held on way too long for yep. too many times in relationships, not to blame everything on yep. that person. But when it's done, it's done. When it's over, it's over. But I think when you know it's something special, some that something in you is just like, no, nah, we got to talk about this. We got to work right. this out. You know, but and that- it feels healthy. Yeah. That also comes back to the principle of consent. Are you both Mm -hmm. consenting to the rules of engagement for this conversation? Yeah. And when one person does not consent to the rules anymore, then it becomes unequal and there's a cost. Yeah. For every action, there's a cost. And so my new line pulling from Glennon Doyle is the person I will no longer disappoint is myself. I love that. So when the cost becomes me, the cost is too much. Something has to change. That's so good. And that's a whole new flavor of love. Oh, yes. (laughs) It really is. Self-love is so important. It's so important. 
A lot of us don't do it. And we're always stretching ourselves thin for everyone else. Right. But not ourselves. Right. You have to have that self-love. Friend, well, she really wasn't a friend. I knew of her. Mm-hmm. She gave me a gift one day just out of nowhere. And I was so shocked. In the gift, there were multiple little things. One was a little plaque that you put on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, those phrases. Yep. There's something about like, uh, you are smart. You are talented. You are strong. Mm. It said, be kind to yourself mm. because you can do amazing things. I had never gotten that mm. be kind to yourself. I always wondered, what does that look like for me? Yeah. And um, I went through some things in life. And every day I would look at that plaque and I would read it. And that it always stood out to me. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. That's that self-love. I yeah. had to be able to learn to back up away from certain situations, yep. people, whatever. And work on me, yep. you know, make sure I'm putting inside of myself positive things and speaking positive things yep. and not getting caught up in all the negativity and allowing right. phone calls or people saying things to me to crush me and bring me down. Right. It's like, no, Les, be kind to yourself. Whether Whatever that looks like for each person, if it's going to the gym, changing your diet, right. your mindset, whatever, it's being kind to yourself. And a right. lot of us don't do that. We're so busy. Needing the attention of others. Right. Always on the phone. Yep. You know, on social media, looking for attention. It's just, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like just having that quiet time with yourself, learning to love you, being okay in your own skin without your phone jumping off the hook every second or texting somebody every second. Yeah. That's a whole nother concept of being able to actually be present. (laughs) Yeah. Practicing presence is love. It is. Something I've learned along the way is being able to ask someone, say, hey, hold on just a second. What I'm hearing is that I think you need something from me. Can I clarify what you need real quick? Are you looking just to be heard? Are you looking for feedback? Are you looking for me to say back to you what I think I heard you say? Mm -hmm. What kind of space can I hold for you? For me, that helps me get in the right mindset of, oh, they actually don't want my opinion. My job is to sit here and to listen. And there's a phrase that says being listened to is so close to being loved that most people don't know the difference. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So then what you're saying is practicing the ministry of presence. I am here. Yeah. It's not my job to fix you, to advise you or to rescue you, but it's my job to hold space with you. Yeah. Yeah. That is love. It's so good. Yes. Absolutely. Look at us touching on so many kinds of love. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love how you put it. It just makes complete sense. And I'm a person that's, I'm never a clear communicator. Mm-hmm. And this is a part of what you've been saying. I just like to be clear. Yep. I want a clear ending. Even like at work on my team, I feel like it's very important for everyone to know what's going on when there a certain something happens. Right. We need to get the word around. We need to ensure that everybody understands what's happening because if somebody is off, it messes up the whole thing. We need to be clear. Same thing in relationships. I need to be clear how you feel. Yep. You need to be clear about how I feel. You know, if there are certain things I'll tell you at the beginning, you need to know my boundaries. I need to know yours. You vice versa. You know, it's it's important just in life period, knowing people's boundaries, being clear what's going on. And communication is clear. Like I, I know people who are afraid to really share their feelings. And I'm just like, I try to work with them with that. Mm. And I cannot imagine not sharing. And it's about how you share. You don't have to share mm. everything. 
and your delivery doesn't need to be funky, but at least give a little bit so that people are clear because otherwise people sometimes walk all over you and then you're carrying this anger inside. Right. And that's not fair to you. That's not self-love. You got to give yourself the self-love. Yep. I just heard on a Glennon Doyle podcast that assumptions are budding resentments. But also what I'm hearing you say is when you interact with people that don't feel safe to share, you have the empathy to be able to slow down and say, oh, this might be something that's scary to you. Let me do my best to create space where hopefully you can feel safe enough. You can know I'm going to hear you and I'm not going to walk all over you. Yes. That's also a gift because you're in tune with the other person. I try to be. Because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm doing that to them, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like sometimes two people hold back because they've been hurt before. Right. And I know that I can be very private. I share a lot of things. That's a lot sure. of fun stuff. But when it comes to that really deep stuff, sometimes I, I hold back, Sure. you know, with my private life, because years ago I shared with some leaders Yep. and before I knew it, like everybody knew and it was just like, this is not yep. a safe space. Yeah. And that crushed me to where I shut down completely. Yep. But through the years, I had to learn to trust again. And trusting, it can be a very tough thing. Oh. just can be a very tough thing when you've yeah. been hurt over and over again. And then yep. also, too, going through a lot of rejection. Yep. I, it is just been a lot. And yeah. um, I think that's why I had multiple failed relationships because I just feel like through life you're you're growing mm. you're growing mm-hmm. I wasn't who I was 15 years ago mm-hmm. so I could apologize to whoever I was with 15 years ago I'm sorry I was not who I am today yep. you know what I mean I have a lot more to offer today because I've matured in right. more ways than one right you know we all are in working progress yep so But that's also giving yourself permission to evolve. That's part of being in a safe space. Something that my wife and I talked about from the beginning is I'm excited to see all the iterations of you. I like your iteration now. And also, I know you're not going to stay as who you are now because of what you said. I go through things every day and every time that shifts me a little bit more or I learn from experience. Oh, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to do that to someone. So awareness is continually growing, but another part of love is accepting the iterations. You know what? I think it's great because in this world, there's so many people that are hurting. There are a lot of hurting people. And I feel like in my heart, there's just so much love and joy in there. And I just want to share it with people because there's so many hurting people in this world that you don't know. Like at my work, when I met you and I meet people. I don't know if a person just lost a loved one or if they right. just got a divorce or just lost right. their job or just anything that caused right. them pain. When they come in that door, I don't try to do anything. It just happens naturally. I'm like, hi, welcome. And it's just spreading the love through a smile, right. through a hug, through an encouraging word, through whatever right. it is. People need that. And yeah. I don't know why I have it to give, but I just give it. You know what I mean? You just never know how it may alter someone's day. Right. You could be that one bright spot that they needed in order to get through. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing awareness, too, because we're coming back to all the things we've already talked about. The ability to be present, 
When yes. I met you, I walked in with my dog and you talked to both of us. When people <laughs> want to talk to my dog and they talk to me, not just the dog, that's great. I love that. <laughs> and then we started talking about dog pajamas and we started all of these different things. And I just wanted to keep talking to you. Yeah. Which is why I asked you on the podcast so I could selfishly keep talking to you. I love it. <laughs> but I also saw you interact with other people while I was with you and your demeanor stayed the same. Your demeanor didn't change when you talked to a coworker. Your demeanor didn't change when you talked to another customer. You showed up as you and by showing up as you, you enabled other people to show up as themselves. Yeah. That's something the recovery community talks about of leaders go first. Mm -hmm. So what I saw in that moment was you went first. You said, you know what? I'm going to show up. I'm going to see you. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to make eye contact with you and smile, mm -hmm. which I don't know. Somebody might not have had any eye contact that day or any friendly faces looking at them. And in this that moment, you said, I see you. You're important. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Your presence is noted. Yes. It's very important to me to make people feel loved, welcomed, um, like that new person. Like when I, you know, I think we've all experienced it in life. You're the new kid at school. Yep. First sit on a job. Yep. You know, you're just, you're always a new person somewhere. Yep. You're walking in a new store and you need some assistance. People don't always feel comfortable asking for assistance depending on how they're treated. So because I've experienced, as I said earlier, rejection and all these kind of things yep. through my life, even as a kid growing up, I hate it with a passion. So I don't want anybody else to go through that. So I'm just like, I want to be yeah. that person to make them feel like family. So yeah. I do that. I do it. I just, it's important to me that yeah. every person on this earth feels loved in some way because we all need some form of attention. We all need some form of love. Yep. And I just, I'm happy to be able to give it. <laughs> That's beautiful. As the so saying great. goes, usually your biggest wound creates your biggest strength wow oh my gosh i've never heard that before and that so fits me yeah yeah i've heard that over and over again in this conversation with you uh-huh uh-huh that's both resiliency and redemption that's owning it your story is. it really is never that's, having, that way. <laughs> that's having agency and saying that yeah this has happened to me like we say in the recovery community what has happened to me is not my fault but what right. i do with it is my responsibility Absolutely. Pass and it on to others. You've done that. Yeah. Thank you. I do feel like it's important. Like what we go through in life is not for us. It's for someone else. Yep. Because there will be someone to cross your path. Yep. That is going through what you went through that you mm. already healed from, mm. that you overcame and you can help them through it because yep. they're looking at you like, wow, Joy, you're so successful. You're this, you're that. They have no idea about your history and what you've been through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. They see like the victorious part of you yep. and they never would think that we've been through that. I've been told that so many times that people hear a little piece of my story and what I've been through. It's like, if you only knew, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for where I am today. Not that mm -hmm. I'm a perfect person, but I know I've come through a lot and I'm very happy in where I am today. I am. <laughs> it has been such a gift to share time with you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the fact you've been asking me to come on. Thank you for your time. This has been lovely. Thank you so much and have a good one. So here we are. My time with Leslie went by so fast. She truly embodies the love that we talked about in this episode. 
I'm reminded today of the simple power of a warm smile and a genuine hello. We're back to talking about welcoming, about creating spaces for all to be seen and loved. Leslie, I am so grateful for how you showed me love when I met you during this interview, and I'm so excited to see how life develops for you moving ahead. If you've got a flavor of nerd that you want me to celebrate, I would love to hear all about it. So go ahead and email me at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com and tell me everything. I love taking time to sit and make space for nerd to be celebrated. If you really like this podcast and want to financially support what I'm doing, head on over to patreon.com, search for Here We Are The Podcast, and sign up for one of the many beautifully written support tiers that I'm very proud of. So until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye.